roll it. You have an idea and one thing leads to another. And before you know it, you're violating some terms, right? Some terms of service. It's against the terms of service and illegal because you're stealing if you take someone else's creative work and show it. I feel like it's it's hard for us and the church to talk about this because we're some of the biggest offenders. Hello world, welcome to the Church Mag Podcast, the official podcast of Church Mag, the place for church, tech, creativity, and all things awesome, with your hosts, Eric Dye, Jeremy Smith, and Phil Schneider. But first, a quick word from this week's sponsor. This week's podcast is brought to you by Jeremy's Church Tech Devotional Rebuilding. This devotional can be done on your own or with an entire church tech team, week by week, day by day, whatever works best for you. This devotional is for Church Tech by Church Tech and is one of a kind. Learn more about rebuilding on the Church Mag Press website at churchmag.press. That's churchmag.press. Thank you, Eric. Now, let the fun begin. Welcome to another episode of the Church Mag Podcast. Eric Dye here along with Jeremy Smith and Phil Schneider. It's the, not only just the Church Mag Podcast, but it is the time in which... Myself and Jeremy and Phil get to look forward to hanging out. We kept, we kept, I kept trying to start the episode and I kept interrupting myself. Very hard to do just because I wanted to chat because I look forward to this time so much with these guys. Um, but on this episode, I feel like I, I, that was a weird segue. That wasn't even a segue at all, was it? On this very special episode of the Church Bank Podcast, Blossom learns about the value, the, the danger of drugs. Yes, yes, don't do drugs, <laughs> even if it's legal. Wait, what? Anyway. That was for you, Jeremy. Oh, wait, you're not in Colorado anymore. Nope. He left Colorado. He left all that behind him. Oh, well, trust me. Just because I left Colorado doesn't mean they're not accessible. Mm. Oh. What, th- what does that... You know, I'm not even going to ask any further. <laughs> oh, my. Well, before we deviate any further, like we did either last week or a few weeks ago, unlike the last Riddle Me This episode where we kind of rambled on... Um, this week's top topic is something that Jeremy brought up on the Church Mag Back channel about media, media that you make, that you put on social media. So you take a picture, you put on Facebook, you take a really cool photo with Instagram. No, wait, rephrase that. You take a pretty mediocre photo for Instagram, you do all the filters, it looks amazing, and then you post that, right? Or you record a video and you put it up on YouTube, or you're like doing a Let's Play like Jeremy does where he, he tapes uh, him and I even playing video games and post them up online, and they're way fun. Um, who owns that media? And with as, as easy as a right click or a browser extension, it's not that difficult to pull that media down. And that, uh, that stirred some things up. Yeah, so I saw this article from Petapixel, and I'm sure Eric will include it on the show notes and everything. But we had this conversation. He is a skateboarder, and he, on his spare time, likes to just kind of take pictures of people skateboarding. And numerous times he's had issues where people have stolen his pictures and tried to use it to profit, um, not for some nefarious thing, but just they saw his picture and thought, hey, this is awesome. I wanted to um, use the picture. And he asked them, hey, I really need to take this down. And they did. Um, but recently he had an issue where someone took his picture, tried to promote him as a person, but they sell stuff. They sell skateboard parts or something. And he asked, Hey, can you take this down for me? Um, otherwise I charge $25 per picture. Um, and they're like, Hey man, we're just trying to promote you. And he pushed back a little bit and he's like, Hey, I, I get this is how I make my living. And 
ultimately came down to you're violating copyright issues and you're stealing from me. And then they eventually took it down, but he's like, yeah, you already got your exposure. So you taking it down means nothing to me. And so I wondered your guys' thoughts on just the general conversation of copyright as far as like your stuff. Cause we, we create a lot of stuff here. Just like Eric said, what are your thoughts? I mean, it's, I feel like it's, it's hard for, us and the church to talk about this because we're some of the biggest offenders, you know, like we're constantly, you know, stealing um, others work or at the very least the root idea and then trying to twist it around for our own purposes. You know, we excuse it by saying, well, we're doing this for the kingdom, but uh, it's, it's still pretty, pretty devious and dirty. Well, yeah. I mean, and, and that's just as I don't, I don't know that while it can come off devious and dirty, as you say, sometimes it's just a lack of knowledge or kind of getting lost in the weeds. You know, you, you have an idea and one thing leads to another. And before you know it, um, you know, you're, 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 you're violating some terms, right? Some terms of service. But, but I think, you know, just the classic, you know, I don't know how many times I've dealt with, with, you know, a church or a nonprofit and, you know, you ask for some photos, like, you know, putting together, for example, putting together a website, hey, I need a photo of X, Y, and Z. Can you get those to me? And they send them to you. And you, the moment you see them, you, you, you know that they just did a generic Google image search. And what they sent you was not their own photos, you know, and, you know, they unwittingly, right, just did a Google image search, didn't look for, you know, CC zero or anything like that. They just grabbed whatever they could find or saw of random people and sent that. And, you know, you, you can't do that. And I'm sure they actually did put some effort into it. It's not, I'm guessing it's not that simplistic. I'm betting that they followed a lot of people on social media and didn't take the first image that came up, but they actually scoured some Instagram stuff or some other things from people to get a really good picture. Um, Cause as much as I think that that's true, Eric, for some people, I know that ch- there's a church communicators group that I'm a part of that talks constantly about, Oh, I remember seeing that image on this one website, or I remember seeing that other image. I used this like three years ago. I keep seeing it all the time. So I think that people actually do try to go out and look for some kind of specific stuff. But again, that creative commons issue and them stealing is a big issue that they actually do pull a lot of times from that process. Yeah. Well, I mean, seeing the same image, I, I see that on the internet too. I mean, with the, with CC zero and, and the different free royalty free websites where you don't have to cite the author and stuff like that. I mean, th- those are legit and it's legitimate if you see them in other places. It's just what happens when you use a free photo, right? If you want to use a photo or an image or a video that you've, you're less likely to see other places or you're, or you don't want to see anywhere else, then you're going to have to pay for it one way or another either take the photo yourself have it commissioned or pay um you know a a higher price on on stock photography right so i mean that is what what, that's what it is what it is right but i have seen on uh even some church comms groups where somebody had been subscribed to a, a kind of a pay service you pay for a subscription you get so many photos a month right another christian organization was taking those photos editing them up and adding text and then 
uh, giving them away for free. Like as bad as like as bad as cropping off the church's logo that had purchased the stuff or something much more. No, they they, they were they were general photos. OK, so here, here here's the setup. Uh, I'm I'm a guy and I subscribe to this Christian service. And, you know, every month I have access to, you know, however many however many photos. And there's, you know, maybe 10 or 20 new ones every month. Right. So I subscribe to that. I take those, I add some scripture text or, you know, dress them up, and then I give them away on my website, right, um, as as my creation. So while that isn't really a cut and dry violation, it it feels it feels kind of icky, right? It, it feels like it's really walking a, a fine line. Sure. Well, you know, like I remember back when our when my church got our its first website. Not a single picture on that website was of our church. They were all from uh, internet searches or worse <laughs> from, from clip art, pa- clip art packages for which we probably did not have license to post them <laughs> online. So, like, you know, it was worse breaking, <laughs> like breaking the law or breaking the law with bad design, <laughs> you know? Sure. Right. I, I think it's double offense, double exactly. offense. <laughs> and that, that's where the church, um, I think I think it is sins twice or you know sins um, exponentially because we we steal and we make it worse. So like I think back to all the Christian T-shirts I wore as a kid, <laughs> which are changed Gosh. just enough to not not get the company sued. Yeah, but so, yeah, okay, but some of that's satire. I mean, I, I've I've seen it's, it's not I, it's parody, uh, but it's yeah. still terrible. Well, yeah, it might. I be. know some that were legitimate. All oh, right, <laughs> I will say this. The the funny thing is, is there's some schools of thought that if you take a a more blurry, like it's not perfectly posed image of someone in your church, even if it's just the leadership or elders or something like that, you take a picture of them and then you do kind of a Facebook post, some description about the person. Those videos, even though they're not like super manicured and like you can tell there's a little bit of blur because the person was walking or you're trying to catch it with your phone. Those images sometimes get 10 or 100 times more engagement even than those that you like perfectly set up and it's just picture perfect. And so it's kind of funny that we take those photos. And so that conversation was happening in the church communicators group, but also a conversation that parallels all of this is someone asked, Hey, we like to um, do videos in our church, um, but our youth group doesn't have access all the time to Wi-Fi. So what do you use to download YouTube videos? And this whole conversation is still the same. It is against their terms of service to download something. It's against the terms of service and illegal because you're stealing if you take someone else's creative work and show it. And so even if it's like a, a music video, and I, I'm guilty of this, um, 10, 15 years ago, I would show a music video from YouTube in the youth group room. And that's in and of itself a violation. Even if you're streaming it from YouTube, it's only for individual consumption. And so that in and of itself can be a huge issue to the point that someone in the group, the communications group said that they had been sued several hundreds of thousand dollars because they stole it. Which is is ironic because I feel like I've seen things from YouTube and from Google about using YouTube in the classroom. For academic purposes, purposes with um, pre-authorized places, yes. 
but you are not asking for money in a classroom. You are asking for ties in, uh, even in a youth group room, the organization itself asks for money. Uh, school is government funded. They don't ask for any money. I live in Illinois. We're asking for a lot of money. Um, <laughs> well, this, 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 this raises a lot of interesting points, Jeremy. And, you know, this isn't a, a shame on us or any, any kind of spin. This is really about education. I think fundamentally what it comes down to, because it's just about not knowing, but the follow up to not just not knowing now that some people or some of you now know the next step is caring, because even if you point that out to people, right, you say, hey, you know, that violates the terms. People are just they're flippant. They say, so what? Or they made their money. Like I've heard that argument so many times about downloading illegal movies. You know, well, they already made plenty of money. You know, they made millions already. It's like, yeah, I, I understand that. But that 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 is that is the law. You know, <laughs> That's man's law. I follow God's law. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> The people who think that way, though, that's true. So when it, when it all comes down, it you know it's it's a good reminder that just because you see media on social media, right, that someone's quote unquote putting it out there, just because it's easy to go right click and save target as or however you do that on your phone, right, it doesn't mean it's okay. And if you're going to copy someone else's design, you know, like even their design com- concepts, I realize some design concepts are in some ways universal or you can find some similarities between someone's font choice and spacing and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, I, I've seen church groups where it was clearly a complete and total ripoff. Um, and you know, there's a fine line between inspiration and just outright copying somebody. And I think the solution to all of this, cause I would like to leave people with solutions is ask the original creator. So don't take it from YouTube. If you like a certain video from, the person that produced the work, don't just go to a YouTube channel and ask that original YouTube person because they might not actually own the rights because they're doing illegal stuff too. But ask the person that created the work, hey, could I use this video and download it from them directly? Never, ever from YouTube. Because even when you upload it, all of my YouTube videos that I uploaded for Church Mag, if I were to go and download them, technically I'm breaking the terms of service even though it's my content even though it belongs to church back. And so be careful with that because you don't actually own the copyright to the YouTube digital medium. And even on top of that, when you ask the person, throw them a couple bucks their way because they just produced something that you took for free, all that time, energy, um, creativity, education to know how to do that and probably money that they put in. And you're like, Oh, this looks nice. I'll just take it for free and not have to worry about the consequences of anything on this one person, except they have family to feed. So, okay. So get this guys. I am, I'm running a series, a small one on live streaming, um, your church service. Okay. So I, I'm inspired to do this by a, um, an internet cartoon. I see on a website or on Facebook, no one on Facebook is, is, it's just, Someone did an image save and they're just posted it on Facebook, but I can see in the corner of the comic it has a website um, from the producer. So I, I go to the website. I find out that the website has been purchased by a major Christian publisher and they have a contact form for like a, you know, for authorized use. I 
click the form, fill it out, send an email. And two days later, got a reply saying, you may use this cartoon in your blog post. It took me, I think, five minutes to get permission. And that's impressive. I know. Right. Um, I mean, five minutes on my, I had to wait 40 hours to hear the reply, but like my effort was five minutes. It's not hard to ask for permission. It's way easier to ask for permission than to get sued. Because it was, a, I'll say the name of the publisher, Eric, and you can bleep it out if you want to. It was Harper Collins, and they have no problem suing Church Mag if I use that cartoon without permission. That is, if it got past you. Yeah, no, we're, we're, certainly we individually and collectively, we're not saying that we've done everything perfectly. By no means are we saying that at all. But uh, it is certainly something that we strive through going forward. Um, you know, it wasn't too long ago, and uh, Church Mag staff writer submitted an article that was a bunch of funny comics on leadership, right? And uh, as much as I like the idea for a post, I I can't publish that. There's just too many, uh, just a bunch of comics, you know. And there, there's rules with that with blogging when you cite a source and... If, if someone like someone has like 10 awesome images and you want to repost that, right? What you do is you do maybe five of them and then you say, hey, check out the rest over here. And so there is there is a bit of blogger etiquette. Um, but now now we're kind of getting in the weeds, I think. Um, when it comes to you, church technologist, you, church marketer, church secretary, pastor, whoever's putting the stuff together, even if it's even if it's an image for your church bulletin that you're going to print out and, you know, they're all going to go in the trash in the next week. You, you, you got to think about this stuff. Right. And um, be careful because two things. Number one, yeah, you can get sued. But more importantly, it's just it's not really good form. And uh, yeah, and it's stealing. I mean, that's your soul right there. That's your soul. It's your soul. Don't don't sell it for free images off the internet. Don't don't sell it for a single YouTube video from 1990. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. This when in doubt, just don't do it. Which means when I re reconstruct the Church Map podcast, there's probably a few changes that I'll be making um, because you're reconstructing it. What? Yeah, reconstructing it. A little bit. It's going to have a little bit different. Uh, the raps are going to be a little bit different. It's true. I'm working on Jeremy. See, what you guys don't know, audience, is that actually this podcast has just been Eric the whole time. He's just been slowly <laughs> stealing Jeremy and his audio from other projects we've been involved in. This entire podcast is a, is a one long form act of thievery. <laughs> Didn't we talk about it before that there is an Adobe thing that you can just put in all the audio clips and yes, yes. do a podcast? Uh, Eric, steal, how could you? To steal a joke from a comedian I won't name so that I can make it prove my point, this podcast is an active crime scene. Gosh, Eric, stealing from us? How could you? Send us an email, subscribe, and search for previous episodes of the Church Mag Podcast by visiting Church Mag Online. You'll find a link on our main menu. Go to churchm.ag. That's Church Mag. And while you're visiting Church Mag, send us a message. And be sure to subscribe to the Church Mag Podcast so you can receive an early release of the new show every Friday. We don't do that for just anyone. The Church Mag Podcast is proudly hosted on buzzsprout.com.